listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. NFL season. Welcome to Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm Chase Holden here with my good pal Jordan Gerald. What's up, dude? What's up, man? Man, another crazy week in the books, dude. There's just so much shit that went down this week. It was insane, and it's like it's like every week. It's just like this this new like insanity for fantasy points. I don't think I've ever had a year so far. Where fantasy points have just been flying like crazy, like hotcakes, sell them on the shelves. It's just off the shelves. It's like defense isn't even on the fucking field this year. It's nuts. Everybody's defense is getting crippled. Too much crippling. A lot of handicapping going on out there on the field, except for the Bears defense. I can't wait to talk about them. Oh, that Khalil Mack dude last night. This Mack attack is here. But uh, but guys, we're excited. We have a new guest host on the show tonight for week three. Uh, it is the one and only fantasy football stoner from Twitter. Stoner, what's good? What's going on, man? How you guys doing tonight? They're doing fantastic. How are you doing? That's the question. Uh, well, I mean, I'm always high as can be. In the cloud. <laughs> Stoner is in the yeah. cloud. I mean, I was in the cloud long before Steve Jobs was creating that shit. <laughs> that's, yes. that's for sure. <laughs> Fuck yes, dude. Fuck yes. I should I should sue them for copyright. <laughs> nice, dude. It's it's such a pleasure to have you on, man. I remember I remember back in May of uh of this year when i noticed your the account that was created and i stumbled upon it randomly one day and i was just like this is fucking gold i was like this shit is gonna blow the fuck up and like i remember i dm'd you and i'm like dude like fucking build this shit i was like this is amazing you were actually the first one to uh to reach out to me and tell me that that it was that it was really awesome dude that i should build the shit out of it and keep going with it and you have man i mean dude you went from what i don't even remember how many followers you had back then um but but dude now you're zero i started i started at zero definitely yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i am uh current currently (laughs) i currently just hit uh 1500 today that's dope which and i didn't you know i came in without an idea of what the hell i was doing i just felt like i should interact with people who enjoy the same things I enjoy. And, you know, aside from my family, the two things I love the most are football, fantasy football, and, you know, consuming cannabis. Fuck yes, and dude. <laughs> little little did I know that, you know, fantasy football and weed are, are linked completely. They go together very well. I mean, I had no idea. I've, I've gotten so many people that have messaged me and said, yo, I wish I could come out and tell people that I do this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I don't tell people. <laughs> Not everybody knows who I am. So right. We keep that anonymous. Easy. 
yeah, it's easier to get away with it. Um, but, you know, my love for fantasy football goes back a long time, man. I've been doing this since – I don't want to date myself, but it's been <laughs> like 20-something years almost. Uh, yeah, a little over 20 years. We started Stoner, in the late – Stoner's potentially an old guy. I'm an old motherfucker, dude. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be 41 in a couple weeks. Look out, so, dude. Yeah. So um, instead of going with, uh, you know, cigars and brandy, you you went with the, uh, the cannabis yeah. and fantasy. I like it. It's, a, it's yeah. a new world we live in. I mean, I was surprised. I was very surprised that all these seemingly, you know, statistically, analytically data-driven dudes were like, yo, I get high, too. I just don't tell anyone about it. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck it, dude. I lived in California for 11 years. If you don't get high, people look at you weirdly. So, <laughs> that, that's the I world mean, we all need to live in. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll get there eventually. Sadly, I, I'm not sure I'll be around when it happens. But I'm sure shit going to do what I can to facilitate it while I'm here. Oh, hell yeah. Well, you're still young. You're still young. You're still rolling, kicking ass, all it matters to do. We're, we're pumped to have you uh, as yeah, a uh, I'm as old a on the outside, but I'm literally like a 12-year-old. I have like a 12-year-old that controls year old. me on the inside. Maybe oh, 13. <laughs> like, I I am a child when it, you know, hum- like, I still laugh at dick and fart jokes. I mean, <laughs> well, see, I, I guess yeah, we're I, all children. I say dick and fart, and it's funny. Like, I, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like we, we all. I think I think we also have a little piece of that. But I mean, that's that's just one of the the reasons why, man. Like I mean, this this is all worked out, man. It's just like we're glad to have you a part of the team, dude. And like it's uh your 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 uh your weekly uh posts on GarageGuysFantasySports dot com from the top shelf have been killing it. The dank uh, and the swag, I like it. Love I'm it. Glad, I'm glad that people are enjoying it. I hit pretty well this week, if I recall. I you know I picked David Carr to be my garbage, and he actually looked pretty good, but. I mean, he's he looked garbage. like David Carr, but it, lo- yeah, it was De- it was Derek Carr. Derek Carr, you know what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like David Carr, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the way he's been playing for the last year and a half. Very but much I so. Hit, I hit pretty good. Jimmy Graham did well, but the other guys shit the bed. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to keep throwing one of those out there every week. I hope, uh, you know, I hope everyone enjoys it. Some days will be a lot – some weeks will be a lot better than others. Yeah, well, and, I mean, that's the beauty of fantasy, I feel like. David, man, David Carr might be on my swag plays of the week. Since there we go. Been, <laughs> since he hasn't Dude, been in the league forever. <laughs> Incidentally, he, he just got sacked twice when I mentioned his name. Sit him on your fantasy, your fantasy football broadcaster lineups this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm leaning to, towards Jason Witten. I got to help that dude out. There people we go. Seem to, people seem to hate him. I, I like Jason Witten. I, I think we got to give him some time to get comfortable in the booth. Yeah, not everybody can be like Tony Romo and come in like the way he did. Dude, I don't need, I don't even understand that. I'm blown away by how great that dude showed up, man. I like well, Romo. I don't fucking he sucks, but as a quarterback he sucked, but in the booth I like him. Yes, and I, I follow you with that, but it, it goes back to saying what you were saying about the whole the, your your articles and everything, man. I was like, dude, we're not perfect. We're humans, and we're we're gonna make some bad calls sometimes. But yeah, I mean, it's it's the love for the fantasy football is what keeps us coming back every week doing this podcast for, for sure. the fans and for everyone. So just we you know we appreciate the garage fam, and you know we had we had a little hiccup in the road this week. Uh, we had uh, one of our guys that were on the team uh, with us and was editing with us, and this it was a. Uh, just some some sketchy shit kind of went down, and uh, you know we had to let him go. It was the second time that something like this had come up, and uh, and I mean I just you know we really weren't feeling it. And I mean I, I got in front of it on Twitter, and you know yeah I took a couple shots to the guy because the guy's taking shots back at us. But uh, at the end of the day, dude, we're, we're growing 
and uh, and you're going to go through shit like this. And uh, just I uh, want to thank everybody that's you know sticking with us and rolling with us through all this stuff. I mean, just we love the Garage Fan, and I mean that's the thing you got to recognize is that at, you know at your regular family you're going to have issues. There's going to be arguments and confrontations, and there's going to be times where you fucking hate them and they hate you. But at the end of the day, they're still your family. You're supposed to stick together. You get over it. You know, you move beyond it and you move on and you excel. But, you know, if you're not going to if you're not going to fit into the groove and do something like that, then you got to go, man. Yeah, straight up. I mean, I know me and Jordan sat and talked about it for a while. It was just uh, it was some some, you know, some disrespectful things. And I wasn't even going to put out anything. Uh, you know, on Twitter about the text messages or anything like that. But uh, after he took the really low blows at Jordan, uh, that that really like sparked me like heavily. I mean, I know you got something to say about it. Well, it's just like like you said, if you you do something stupid and you got to go, but you know you need to take it like a man and just go. If you do something stupid like that, you need to just take it, walk on and go. Don't don't sit there and have a temper tantrum about it. That's that's all I can say about it. Yeah, I mean you're a grown up, dude. You're doing you're doing the stuff that teenage girls do at this point. Exactly. And that's that's the way I see it. I mean, my 14 year old doesn't even go online and and start dropping that stuff on people. Like no. even he even he knows that that's unnecessary. And at the end of the day, let's be real, it's going to make him look a lot worse than it's going to make us look. Yeah, it's making him look an asshole. <laughs> yeah. But uh, moving on from that, so let, let's talk about what everyone's here for. And that's uh, getting ready for week three, but we can't we can't really talk a little bit about some of the stuff we have until we talk about week two, man. Uh, Patrick Mahomes does it again. Is this kid the second coming of Jesus Christ with a football? Man, he might as well be. I, I never I never saw this coming from him. I know he's got he's got a hell of a team around him. Um, they're the most touched. Was it say the most touchdown passes by any quarterback in the first two weeks ever? And no interceptions. And it's un- insane. It's unbelievable, and you got to give Andy Reid credit. I mean, he saw he saw the talent in that kid coming from a, a conference that is historically bad at kicking out quarterbacks. I mean, he found you know the diamond in the stack of bullshit. I never thought I'd ever hear anybody say give Andy Reid credit, but you're right. <laughs> the only thing you give Andy Reid credit for is fanny packs and eating Snickers bars out of them. Yeah, he's a terrible time manager. He's horrible at challenges his playbook looks like a fucking waffle house menu but god <laughs> but god damn he picked a hell of a quarterback yes he did he did and i love it too because like i'll say it i'll say it before i'll say it again i'll keep saying it like i i had this kid pegged from last year i was telling people last year like you need to like like let alex smith go put my homes in everybody gave me shit for it he comes in this year i love it i fucking love it I think he I think him playing and sitting with Alex Smith for a year is the reason that he's excelling so much right now. Not to say that he wouldn't have performed last year, but you know, I think it you know, he would have had a, he would have had a few headaches, a few stumbles and so like and I agree with you cuz it's like the the game plan hasn't really changed much. So he was able to sit back there and and learn the offense. Yeah. And then get out there and show what his abilities were. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that – I mean, he could throw a hell of a deep ball, though. That's something that – you know, that's just an added bonus that I, Alex Smith just didn't have that arm. I mean, I'm pretty sure that kid can throw a ball from Kansas City to Pittsburgh. 
That kid threw. That kid made Tyreek Hill, OBJ, and Antonio Brown combined in Week One. <laughs> that's that's crazy, man. That's it's crazy. insane. So I, I really love it. I mean, they got the 49ers coming up this week, so it's going to be really interesting Niner, to see him and Niner Rafa. Empire, baby. Oh, Niners fan in the. Oh, Stoner is a Niners fan. By that's the way, right? Born so, and raised. You know, Joe Montana was always my homie. Back to Mahomes real quick. Completed 82% of his passes on Sunday, too. I mean, that's, that's just ridiculous. He had five incompletions. They, he had already, more touchdowns. He had more touchdown many, passes than incompletions. How many How many? Uh, how many times did he throw the football? 28. Insane. Uh, Big Ben, he threw it 60 times. 60 times. His arm must feel like. Garbage on Monday morning. Noodle. Noodle. I mean, <laughs> pasta. I, I threw three football passes the other day, and my shoulder still hurts. <laughs> well, you, you, got, you got all the good the, the, all the good God's plant oh, to help take care yeah, of I got, that. I got the medicinals to fix that. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it's still sore when you wake up in the morning, you yeah? Oh fuck yeah, dude! I know, and I mean, like you got you got to give Big Ben respect this week too. Like you were saying, man, he he fucking he did the damn thing, and but but yeah, it's just this kid, man, Patrick Mahomes, but he had like sixty times to do it. Yeah, he did have to throw the ball sixty times. You get down twenty-one nothing in the first quarter. You expect yeah. to throw the ball sixty times. I mean, yeah. it's just what it's just what you got to do. I mean, shit, Juju had what nineteen? I think nineteen targets. Juju had. Juju, Juju put up some points this week, man. Yeah, Juju, Juju made Antonio Brown stay at home today. Yeah, that dude, that's something. Yeah, so I saw that tweet come out this morning. Actually, like he was basically. Well, yesterday he had a tweet. Somebody was saying something, and he was like, "Trade me and let's see." They were saying like, you know, Antonio Brown wouldn't be who he was, and then now he didn't show up. And like I saw something today where it's just like Mike Tomlin's got a fucking circus on his hands. I don't think those two things are related. I think people are putting that together. I think that was just Antonio saying, trade me, and you'll see how good I am with another team. I don't think he was – I don't personally think he was throwing shade at, uh, at the Steelers. I, I agree. I, I don't think he was actually doing that. I think the, the guy that – somebody he knew, some, like, reporter or something. But, I mean, the guy saying that Antonio Brown is, I don't know, a piece of guard. I don't even know. Saying that he's not that I good. I mean, obviously, if Juju got 19 targets – and Antonio got nine targets. Seventeen targets, nine catches. Seventeen nine catches and and I don't know how many targets Antonio got, but he only got nine receptions. Yeah, seventeen. There were, yeah, yeah, that was Antonio. Seventeen and nine. Oh, Antonio had seventeen and nine. Okay. Yeah, Juju had nineteen and I think thirteen catches. Which oh, was a lot to be upset. These defenses well, yeah. are making the offenses explode. <laughs> yeah. And I mean that can't yeah, these de- I, the defenses de- these days, you know, Kansas City's defense is like Swiss cheese, bro. It's like they've got a wall full of glory holes, and every team that plays them is just going to continue to fuck them really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But there these guys <laughs> – go ahead. No, it's, it's true like that, man. I mean, it's just like it's it's insane. Like the the defenses this year, it's, I feel like it's just the, these. Like I was saying, like the, the high scoring offenses, the fantasy points are out are insane. I mean, you gotta you gotta wonder like, is this does this have to do with a lot of the new penalty rules and all this other stuff? Like it, it has to be having an impact. I I would imagine that it has to. I mean, if you look at the way the league has changed over the years, with you know, you can't touch the receivers, you can't t- now you can't even tackle anybody without getting a goddamn penalty. 
pardon my use of goddamn, but like you literally can't tackle someone without somebody throwing a flag. I mean, yeah, that's the just XFL is gonna, is gonna fix all that. The yeah, XFL is gonna say you can't tackle them unless you rock bottom them at the end. Right, and you drop a people's <laughs> elbow right yeah, before you, you throw them. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. The end of the Green Bay game, almost the end. I guess the end of regulation. Kirk Cousins got hit by Clay Matthews. And I thought Clay Matthews did what he could to, to put his body too. weight off him. Um, I thought it was clean, and they threw the flag. I mean, granted, I had Kirk Cousins on a team or two, so throw him for 400 and a bunch of TDs. I was okay with that. But, I mean, you know, for for a football purist, like, this has to be madness for them watching these games. It does. But, and, you know. Well, it's but like, for us fantasy people, like, fuck it, just keeps going forward. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you get to a point to where you're like, okay, like, I'm going to be a fan of this team. That's great. But I'm more of a fantasy fan, and like when you get to that point, it's just like free for all. So it just—I don't know—it goes back. We had a we had an episode uh, about a month ago. We were talking about the whole penalty thing, and Jordan mentioned like I think things is gonna be better for fantasy, and and it, dude, it, it, we were debating it, and like it, it's showing right now that it is. So uh, good call, good call. Th- thank you, refs. Thank you, referees. Uh, fantasy yeah. is going great, but yeah, uh, dude, there was just so many crazy games this week, and uh, and you know I, I think that we're just gonna continue to see it get crazier and crazier as it goes. But uh, I, I'm really I'm loving it all. Um, so we have we have some voicemails. Um, Can we touch on some something real quick defensively? Of course. I mean we got we've seen all these bad defenses, but I mean we got to talk about the Bears, right? Yeah, and that's what I was mentioning, dude. Okay, so. Chicago with Khalil Mack, dude. Uh, this dude just brought a whole new element to this team. It's like it's like Ditka's back. This like Ditka's not even dead, but the spirit of Mike Ditka is just like floating over, like an angel's in the outfield. Like he's just he's just floating over this defense and like <laughs> pushing Khalil Mack into every fucking quarterback that comes into his Bro, fucking pack. He's Khalil Mack is like part Singletary, part Richard Dent. Or like part fucking Lawrence Taylor. I don't even know. He's got a lot of parts. A little bit of Mean Joe but, Green, <laughs> dude. He's got a little bit of every uh, Reggie White. Like he just slays people. I don't understand how the Raiders got rid of him. It's, it's the just, cool thing is in the third quarter of that game, they had I believe five sacks, and all five of them were from five different players. Only one of them was from Mac because he I mean, scares them so much that they're having to double team him so much that it's just opening up. The- course for everyone else just to look amazing that is why he's a game changer because he will make your whole defense better he makes your secondary better because the quarterback doesn't have enough time to throw the ball he makes everybody else in the defensive line better because they're going to put the whole five offensive linemen to block him i mean it, it's it's a goddamn free-for-all what you have a guy that goes up against a right guard all right and he can make him flinch three or four times in a football game you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like scared, like just scared shitless, and like for uh, yeah. they play Seattle, right? Yeah, they play yeah, Seattle. They Seattle Monday, yeah, yeah. That guard, you watch Monday Night Football. The week before, I was making sure I was right, but the week before that, that same poor right guard went up against Bob Miller, and then went against Khalil Mack the next week. Yeah, he <laughs> might quit. He might it, quit. I mean, it's gonna oh, be over. <laughs> halftime, so you know he didn't retire at halftime. Yeah, I mean that's another it. thing that caught that's another thing that caught me since we're talking about the Bears D. I mean, Russ got sacked what six times yesterday, I think. Yeah. That makes twelve in two games. 
Jeez. So we're talking about, you know, that's the pace of shit, 96 sacks. He yeah, might be dead. He might be, he might be dead by week seven. I mean, hopefully he doesn't have that against all the other teams. Yeah, for sure. But that's a rough way to start. I mean, that's going to – that's going to – that's got to hit your pride a little bit. I mean, Seahawks are in trouble. He's been doing that for two years. Yeah. He's been getting sacked and ran around, and he just hasn't that, had those amazing – he doesn't have Doug Baldwin, which is probably part of it, but he hasn't had those amazing, you know, run out of the pocket and swirl around, do a couple spins, and throw the ball 50 yards down the field. You, you, want, you want to hear their upcoming schedule? What we got? What they, got? They, they play the Cowboys. Oh. The Rams. Detroit. I. Oh shit! I'm jumping. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm jumping. I'm jumping around. But they still play the Cowboys, the Rams twice. They got to play the Panthers, the Vikings, the Niners. I mean, they got some the Chargers. They got some tough games coming up, man. They do, and I mean, if Khalil Mack can sustain this, <laughs> that's that's the Seahawks' upcoming schedule. Oh, the Seahawks. So, Oh, Russ is in trouble. They got Jimmy Graham blocking for him now. Yo, Russ might be dead by by his bye week, bro. That's going to be I rough, mean, dude. He's got nobody that he trusts to throw the ball to. He got nobody in front of him blocking for him or the running backs. I mean, without Russell Wilson, Seattle might be the worst team in football. I don't know if I'd go that far because the Bills are, and uh, right now, for sure. And that's where you Come was, on, it's, it's Josh Allen season, baby. I know it's Josh Allen, but dude, <laughs> fucking the quarterback retired at halftime. Yeah, like, he what quit kind of message? Bro. What kind of message does that send? <laughs> he said, with all respect to my team, just, he said he couldn't do it no more. I, I don't know if he quit. I mean, I, that was I, I could do that though. No, he quit, bro. He like, walked the fuck out. Yeah, he quit. <laughs> he he packed up and left. He's but you know what? We wouldn't be saying the same thing if he would have walked out of McDonald's halfway through making a damn uh, a damn Big Mac. So yeah, you, know. but you don't get paid five million for flipping burgers. <laughs> That's what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> Y'all better so, have my check. I'm- I'm filling out an application right now if they're paying oh, that much. McDonald's, that's a career choice. That's a career decision, son. That's what it's like playing in Buffalo, man. He wasn't he was getting shit Buffalo is yeah. new McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, bye, 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 like, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. He's the, the only guy in the league that could outthrow Pat Mahomes, though, I bet. Uh, overthrow, maybe. Overthrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's fucking nuts, man. It's fucking nuts. It's just, yeah. it's just so much crazy stuff. But like, in, in ending this off for the for recap, I don't see how the fuck you guys didn't didn't pick up the Bears defense. That's been like one of my my hottest waiver pickups. Like I picked season. them up in so many other leagues that I just I don't I think I just missed it, man. I drafted them in one league after I heard the Khalil Mack news. Yeah, that was the first thing I tweeted out. Get the Bears defense now, and I didn't even fucking do it. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that, that ganja was good that night. That's all it yeah. was. Uh, that's that, that, that kosher kush, man. That's a cannabis cup winner. Yeah, you have to, you have to jar some of that up and, and send it our way. Don't tell the feds. Shh. I, yeah, I can, <laughs> I can get it shipped out there. Don't you sweat it. Oh, oh look ain't, out. Ain't no, cops, ain't no cops listening. <laughs> and if you are, don't, don't be a rat. What up? What up? What up? Yeah, you'll you'll know me anyway. 
Exactly. He's a fantasy football stoner. Who cares? Bro, there, there, were, there was another tie this week, too. Like, that's that, just Yeah, Minnesota stupid. and Green Bay, man. And that's what I want to get into. So this voicemail, uh, first voicemail we got this week was uh, from Harrison Baton Rouge. Let's take a listen and hear what he has to say. This is Harris from Baton Rouge. I uh, just want to talk about kickers this weekend. Um, does Dan Bailey have a job with the Browns? I mean, are we being real here? Uh, I, I, there's no question about it. He's, he, he's got to have a team after all the misses I, I saw this week. Uh, but, you know, that's coming from a specialist. I'm a little biased. But uh, anyway, that's all i got to say. Hey, good news, Harris. Uh, Dan Bailey actually got picked up by the Minnesota Vikings this week. So uh, they waived Stacey Coley. And uh, there will be no more atrocities uh, because after, I think, the Blair Walsh shenanigans last year, uh, they haven't had the greatest luck with kickers. So maybe Dan Bailey will do something good for you. So, But, yeah, guys, dude, like this was a crazy fucking week. With the, you were talking about the Tide game before we went to the voicemail. Uh, I think that's where a lot of that went down. And then also in Cleveland, oh, in, in New Orleans, I was at the game on Sunday. Like, it just fucking blew it. You know, the craziest thing about something I've never seen in fantasy before. Dan Bailey is a trending, the number one trending on sleeper, the number one trending pickup this week. A kicker. That makes Jake Seeley fucking cringe. (laughs) 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 Yeah. This week by Miss Douglas, just in fantasy, not even just not even NFL. Just take that away. Just in you know, just in fantasy, not in football perspective, but just in a fantasy perspective of how many people that probably lost from all those kicks, dude. Yeah, and then Greg Zerline's hurt. He pulled his fucking groin. I had somebody tweeted us about that earlier. Like, I mean, it's just it was a weird week for kickers, and maybe this is why it's, I, it's, everybody I says. Left, I, I left him in our line in my lineup for our uh, pro league. So uh, just like just like Jake, I played without a kicker and won this week. Hey, it's a trending thing now. No, maybe like I guarantee you, if one week, like it's like that—that that was the big debate. Like, like should should we just not play a kicker when we play Jake? Um, I might not just so I can beat him without a kicker, and you know, kind of kick his ass at his own game. Yeah, because it, it really it fucked me up my first the open, opening week. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty scary. You gotta give yourself an edge, like. His team is legit. Yeah. His team is so deep, man. I, yeah, he was picking up dudes that I was like, why the fuck would he pick that guy up? And clearly that guy is producing. Yeah. I, I'm confident in my team, too. I mean, I got Antonio Brown. So, and Mike better Thomas. pray. Better <laughs> pray he comes to work tomorrow. Yeah. Man, he's coming to work, man. Hey, I said the same. He's king. Yeah. Him and Lev about to drop the hottest album of the fall. <laughs> It's called "Fuck You, Pay Me." Fuck you, Pay Me. Baby. I love it. Fucking love it, dude. Yeah, I mean, he's just—it's like the, it's Mike Tomlin's got the circus going on, bro. Like what? Like it's it's, just, it, it's madness. It's like I don't even know. Like Mercury's in retrograde forever. Just, People are just losing their shit. Would have been the Steelers this year. Uh, it I, might I be after this year. I'm not, I'm not this year, I wish it would have been the Steelers. It might be the Steelers next year for sure if they keep playing like this. Like, there's no doubt about it. I feel like they should do something season long, like a season long behind the scenes hard knocks, but not show it to us until the off season. Yeah, so, be like, know, like sixteen weeks. Yeah, sixteen so they, weeks after the Super Bowl. Yeah, something be- to hold us over until the Hall of Fame game. 
Right. So I guess I guess it, to, to recap that, like Harris, to answer your question, um, and, and I think I'm leaning more towards it myself. Uh, maybe it's just time we do away with kickers, and next year just just don't be in a league if, if they have kickers. Yeah, uh, and I'm or pick Robbie that. Gold, or pick up Robbie Gold because he doesn't miss anything. Okay, are you biased? I, I think absolutely, but I think he's made thirty field goals in a row. So at least you know he's not going to miss for the most part. Um, but yeah, as far as the Dan Bailey being the number one waiver wire pickup, not a bad call considering the number of points that Minnesota is going to keep putting up this year. For sure. Robbie Gold with 14 points last week for a kicker, man. That's awesome. Good as gold, baby. Good as gold. Robbie Gold. Is that, do you have – you don't have – you have Zerline. Are you going to – can you get Robbie Gold? I got on the job Zerline. I don't think – yeah, he's not on there. Uh, you should offer a trade for a kicker, man. I think that would be like a first. I should. Dude, I saw some, somebody, somebody posted a poll offering a trade for a defense today. I almost lost my shit. Oh, dude, that, we, we, we can it talk was, about that fucking poll today in the 14 teamer. It's, it's speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, Jordan, so, so I will tell you, like, we had a trade go down today for, what was it, D.D. Westbrook, Leonard Fournette, and the guy thought he was getting David Johnson, and he traded him for Duke Johnson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, guy, the guy trading Fournette and Westbrook offered the trade, too. So, he fucked up. <laughs> I that, that whoever accepted it probably broke their phone accepting that shit. <laughs> Dude, I mean, he came out though, and he said straight up, he was like, "Oh, fuck it." It's, but yeah, it's just be, be be very mindful when you're trading, especially if you're doing yeah. it on an app you've never used it before, like Sleeper. Right. Um. So yeah, be cautious of that. But uh, going into the first year playing, I, I I I did not know what I was doing the first time I played. I think I ended up. I seen this guy, man. He had like 25 points. Man. I was like, man, that's a good wide receiver right there. I picked him up and I dropped some dude, man. He was a fucking quarterback, man. Christian played him, motherfucker. Oh, dude. It's it's just so much of a learning experience going through everything, man. It's fucking nuts. But, yeah, but yeah in that 14-team-man league, there is a guy. His, uh, his name is Walker Kelly. And he called in to the GGFS hotline to leave us a voicemail. So let's take a listen. Hey, what's up, Chase? It's your boy, Walker Kelly, calling from Michigan. Just going to let you know that after my sub-one-point victory over you last week, I was subsequently beaten by less than a point this week in another league, which is just true karma. So, but, hey, I'm still 8-4, and four, or no, 9-3, and 9-3 overall. In my six leagues, so we're doing all right. But yeah, just thought uh, thought that might uh, brighten your day a little bit. That uh, some, some sort of revenge was exacted on me. So good luck the rest of the season, Chase. I hope to beat you in the championship game. All right, uh, peace out, and congrats to the Garage Guy fan for getting bigger all the time. Oh Walker, you you definitely you, you the karma the karma came back on you and and look I, I mean this like that is 
really one of the worst ways to lose for me is like i like fractions a lot of people choose to do you know just the the whole points they don't want to mess with fractions i personally love fractions just because of shit like this and sometimes it doesn't work out for you sometimes it does but uh it happens to the best of us and i remember i remember one year i think it was last year because of a fractional win for me i got to go to the championship so I will forever love it. Like I, I like I, I appreciate the call. Thanks for all the the fucking good words, Walker. Um, glad that you're a big part of the Garage fan, man. We, we we love knowing that we got listeners and people that we're out here playing in the leagues with. And absolutely, um, it, it's a, this is a fun league. It's my first time in a fourteen teamer, um, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and thanks for getting me in this league, Stoner. By the way, and uh, it's no uh, worries, man. Yeah, it is a fun league. I like fourteen team leagues. It's different for sure. It's challenging as shit. I'll tell you that. Best move I made uh, was uh, was one guy I'll talk about later on tonight, but we'll, we'll get into that. But, um, but I mean, how do how do like how do you guys feel about these fractional points? And like, do you, like when was there ever a time you can remember where some shit went down like that? I don't mind the fractions at all. Um, I would rather lose by seven thousand than lose by point zero two. <laughs> which happened to me last week, actually. I literally oh, lost by point zero two points to Justin Freeman in uh, in our Vampire League. Are you guys familiar with the Vamp League? I've heard of it. You've mentioned something to me before about it. Right? Yeah, I'll briefly run through it. Basically, it's a 12-team league. One team is designated as the Vampire. That team does not draft. They built their team strictly off of whatever was left on the waiver wire. Yo. If, if your team loses to the Vampire, the Vampire gets to steal one of your players from your starting lineup. That's and dope. That is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sick. And incidentally, the Vampire actually won this week. Week pretty two, good. the Vampire won. I pretty believe tight. he took Tyreek Hill. Oh, first. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and the, other, the other guy took uh, Randall Cobb from him to fill that spot. How do you choose who the vampire is? Uh, the vampire, <laughs> this is the best part. The vampire was chosen, chosen through a simulation of WWE Royal Rumble uh, 2K16. What? So, <laughs> we, <laughs> what what is God. that? It's a wrestling game. For, uh, I, I know, I know, but like, how does that, doesn't, that, that's wild shit. We, like, each pick, we each pick the wrestler to represent us, and... You know, one of the one of the lead, the guys that set up the league, he ran a simulation, and uh, we watched it. We streamed it together. We watched it all, and uh, whoever's whoever won got to decide if they wanted to be the vampire or not. And of course, I mean, who doesn't want to be the vampire at that point? That's just something different. That's a solid deal, man. I've, yeah, I've yeah. never heard. I mean, have these things been around for a long time? No, it was actually somebody tweeted it out as this is a cool idea. You know, I randomly come up with cool ideas and tweet it out, but it, none of them are this good. Yeah. Um, yeah, he just tweeted it out as a random idea. Matthew Barry even picked it up, and I think he is running a vampire league with a bunch of listeners that he got off his fantasy app, and I think he's the vampire. Um but yeah, we we did it with uh, WWE 2K16. Uh, I believe Bret Hart won the Royal Rumble, first one ever. He didn't win one in real life, but he sure <laughs> he sure not, one for the Vamp League. I'm not too familiar with like WWE and wrestling. I know, I know Jordan Jordan was into it real big when he was a kid. 
I, and he, he was always showing me videos of the rock and like, yeah, he used to get amazing. me, he used to get me so bad. Cause like, we'd be sitting talking about something and like, <laughs> it'd be, he'd be like, what do you think about that? And I start talking, he's like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't what, you matter what you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rock, so bad. I loved it. The he would scare is... the shit out of me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> on the, on the Mount Rushmore wrestling, the rocks got one of his, he's the rocks faces up there for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's tremendous. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I did the the what too. What? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, the Attitude Era was where it was. But yeah, it, was, it, it never it never got any better than that. No. In the Vamp League, I lost by point zero two points. I spent the night hoping and praying for a stat correction, but it never came. Uh, I did get a message today from someone who was losing by less than a point after last night's Monday night game. And there was a stat correction. Khalil Mack got an extra an extra tackle, and he ended up getting the win because of a stat correction. That's, oh, sweet! Yeah, I know I got my 19 points from my, from my Chicago Bears D, so I'm, I'm, I'm solid with that. Killed it last night. They won the game for me too in my uh, in my huge, huge, big money league. Um, so that was awesome. Yeah, you, you ever had any fractional issues, Jordan? No, I can't remember. Um, I won a championship off of a point. It wasn't a fraction, but it was a point. It came down to the uh, it was championship game, uh, Monday night game, last play of the game. If you remember, I think it was Denver and Kansas City. And Kansas City had already won the game. It was already over. Uh, all Denver could do was kneel the ball and uh, end the game. Well, for some reason, they threw the fucking football, and I had Kansas City's defense. Kansas City got an interception. Oh. And I won my championship that way. That's all set. That's it was, accessible. It was amazing. It was amazing. I, I remember. I remember how. I don't know if I was there that night, but I remember you calling me screaming. So I mean, it was good stuff. So, yeah, but yeah, Walker, uh, Walker, I, I definitely look forward to uh, continuing playing, and maybe I will see you in that championship. I know we got to go through through Stoner too. So uh, we'll yeah, see. I'm in there. My team is uh, is not doing too good. I'm one and one. I guess it's not bad. It's not any burst to me. I'm 0-2 in that league right now. It's not looking too bad. This week, I'm 1-1 in the league, and he told me this week that my reign was over. <laughs> like, dude, it's week two, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Jordan, this is this is a home league Jordan's in. This dude is, like, like kill it. He kills it like, every year. Like, these guys don't know what the fuck to do. Like, they, they've even got to the point to where, like, they're just bashing the podcast now and, like, team names. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like bashing podcasts and team names, and they're putting like uh, my face on dudes getting fucked, you know, and like just going all out with it because they just can't handle it, man. If you just can't handle losing, I mean, we learned a little bit today. If you can't handle losing, just just go on and do your business, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know if they got to stoop to that level that you're really getting to them, though. They're intimidated as fuck out of him. Yeah. I can't wait because they're going to come back. I mean, I'm, I'm one and one. So I'm not thinking I'm gonna have to come back, but I just it's, victory's gonna feel a little bit sweeter this year, for sure. I remember about ten years ago there was uh, I don't know if you guys remember this Brian Westbrook for the Eagles. They were uh, beating the Cowboys with a couple minutes left, and he broke through the line into the open field, and instead of running into the end zone, he dropped at the one and took a knee. Yeah, yeah, and I remember that, that. And that allowed the Eagles to run out the clock and. It was, I think it was, you know, the end or middle of December. So it was fantasy playoffs, maybe the championship. I don't remember what week it was, but a ton of people, their season ended or their season continued 
because Westbrook took a goddamn knee. I wish I wish I could remember that, but unfortunately, I was uh, I was I think sixteen years old at that time, and I was still in my friend's mom's cigarette butts and skateboard. Nice. I say I remember, but I've seen the videos of it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. It's a it's a pretty cool story. You should take a look at the video when you get a chance, Chase. We're gonna look that up for sure, for sure. But uh, uh, thanks for all the voicemails, and always every week you can call us at nine two nine four three zero GGFS. Leave any message you want. Talk about whatever topic you want. It will come up on the GGFS podcast. So we, <laughs> it we, doesn't we have to be football. You can talk about pop culture. You can bring up some politics. We'll bring it back to football. But uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, if you just George Bush threw a football once, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> Maybe. presidents. Do stuff, yeah. <laughs> not, not this one, but some no. of them do. And and yeah, and I mean, and we're gonna be getting back more into garage garage talk too, because like we we've been, you know, it's it's NFL season. We're hyper focused on on, on yeah. helping you guys win a championship and just you know talking about the season. So garage talk's coming back. We're gonna have some bands on. We're, we're gonna we be throw, talking about. We can throw stuff. a topic out right now. The Emmy Awards were on last night. I didn't watch any of them. I never watch the award shows, but, you know, being the type of person that I am who likes to consume the cannabis, I love Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. I am a streaming, like, machine. I'm a connoisseur of streaming. Streaming connoisseur. I like it. Yeah. One of my favorite shows of all time ended this season. It was The Americans. I don't know if either of you have seen it. I started it. Never never finished it. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. And the, the actor won. I was super stoked that he won the Emmy for Best Actor last night in a drama series. Matthew Reese, he's the GOAT. All right, let's get back to football. Yeah, there we go. So that's how that works, guys. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right, so voicemails are down. So let's just go ahead and let's get into who fucked and who sucked. So this week for me, uh, A.J. Green. Adrian Green fucked. He fucked hard. He fucked three times in the end zone. That's that's for sure. He was he was fucking like a virgin on prom night. He was out there. He was killing it. Okay, Andy Dalton looks like he's back. Possibly. Maybe. All I know is, is this dude got me the points that I needed. I mean, the dude came in straight up three touchdowns, five receptions, and 69 yards. I've never drafted A.J. Green before. I'm happy to say he's on my team this year. Thanks for fucking for me, A.J., yeah, you told me before the season started that you were excited that you had him because you had never actually had him on your team before. Never got to him, but I have him, and he's fucking now. Yeah, it was a good timing. I mean, he was a little off last year, even though his numbers were still you know, pretty decent. Um, but, yeah, it looks like that Bengals offense. I that mean, whole shit. Bengals offense was fucking. Let's yeah. be real. <laughs> and, and you know, I know we're going to get the waiver wire pickups in a little bit, but and I'm not going to talk about any of these guys during that, but Andy Dalton, Gio, and Boyd, I mean, all three of them should kind of be on someone's radar. You got you to give them credit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know what got into Andy Dalton. I mean, they sell his soul to the devil or something. Oh, he doesn't have one. He Never finally mind. got J.J. Watt out of his head. <laughs> he doesn't have – yeah, gingers don't have souls, man. You got you to gotta remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he must have gone to some kind of like – he must have gotten, you know, I don't know, brainwashed or something to get J.J. Well, no, Watt he got, out of his head. Exactly. That's like my, one of Jordan's favorite videos he brings up, just the Red Rider BB gun. Like, he loves it. <laughs> I love I love it. The same thing this year, and he just surprised the hell out of me, man. I love it. Uh, who fucks for you this week, Stoner? 
Um, you know, I was going to talk about Pat Mahomes and Ben Roethlisberger, but we already touched on them. So I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. Um, uh, he, well, he's, he's a good only, Christian boy, though. He doesn't. He, I don't know if he fucks. Uh, you know, if he does, you know, he's going to wait till he's married. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, put a ring on it. He didn't have very. He only rushed eight times for 37 yards, but he caught 14 passes. That's fucking dope. I mean, in a PPR league for a running back to catch for it, and we thought this was going to happen, that his, his receptions would go up with Olsen going down, but I had no idea that he would catch 14 of them. I'm sure being behind the game script kind of dictated a little bit of that, but, I mean, you got to give the dude credit where credit is due. And a big shout-out to Q-Dog, Quincy. Quincy Anunwa. Love it. I love I mean, me some that, Quincy, man. Me and Brandon Mary Ann Lee, I think we're the only two in the beginning of the season that were all over Quincy. You guys were jumping on him. He's a target monster, though. I mean, for a rookie quarterback to have a security blanket that they can trust, I think the Jets are uh, the Jets are going to be on the upswing, dude. They got a future. They're looking good. Yeah. Sorry, I threw out more more than just one guy that fucked, but you know. Quincy, 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 well, Quincy, Quincy, Quincy lays pipe too, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got, uh, I got. You say you have more than more than one or two as well. It's, it's going to have to be Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. I mean, I guess you got to throw Kirk Cousins the in there too. Purple people eaters. Yeah, those, those, man, those guys are going off, man. They what, like thirty six and forty three between the two. Triple threat, those guys. Nobody can stop. They can't. Them, they're unstoppable. And I have Thielen too, so I have AJ and Thielen this week. So I mean, it was it was a good week for Chase. It was it a was, great week. I, I, mean, I loved it. How did that pass? How did how did how did Kirk Cousins get that ball to Adam Thielen at the end zone? All I mean, I'm gonna say is hey, he fucks, yeah. bro. He just he just he, fucks. He, he finds a hole me. and he rams it in there. It's really it. what it boils down to. Bam. Bam! Yeah, just like a Sham about, Wow commercial. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. Bam! Like Emerald. <laughs> Straight up. So, so Jordan, is it safe to say that that you're that you're not you're not so uh, so down on Kirk now? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely All not. Right. Uh, I think that Kirk Kirk should have been drafted where he was. I'll say I was wrong about him. Um, but one person I was not wrong about. Who gonna throw out that I was wrong? Uh, and you know, you're a 49ers fan. Jimmy G's not putting out what I thought he was going to put, put out. He put up 20 for me this week in the GGF Pro League. He put up 20. He put up 20. But where is he at whenever you've got Ryan Fitzpatrick with 43, Patrick Mahomes with 55, Big Ben with 49, Stafford with 38, Cam with Cam with 38, Stafford with 34. You know, what's I mean, up? He got, br- he got great. He got Matt Breda that jumped out for a buck thirty-eight rushing too. I mean, they ran for a hundred ninety. They ran for about a buck ninety, almost two hundred as a team. But he's got he's got Kansas City next oh, week, right? Yeah, that's going to be exciting, especially if they get it, he's have to that ball down the field and score quick because you know Mahomes. Hell score yeah! Quick. Hopefully, good. Hopefully, Goodwin comes back because I mean he's Pettis. a deep threat. I need him to come back so bad, so bad, dude. I have him. I have him in my. Uh, my ten man, a big money league, and I got to have him back. So I, went, I got Kittle too, but I got uh, I got Garoppolo. Yeah, so are you saying Garoppolo's your suck for this week? I mean, it didn't suck, but he did not put up the points compared to other quarterbacks. Like right now, your quarterback's got to score over thirty points for you to have a fucking chance, and that's just unreal. Yeah. 
I mean, even Staff. I mean, Stafford's thrown for three fifty and three touchdowns in a loss. Yeah, Cam Newton, uh, Aaron Rodgers throwing with one leg. I mean, he didn't do too well last week as far as fantasy points. Phil- Cam Newton, he came back in the last, the second half and got all his. Philip Rivers is killing it. Granted, he played a high school team, <laughs> but, <laughs> but had a quarterback quit. Seriously, literally quit at halftime. It's still amazing. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill scored twenty points. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like it's like I, I get where you're coming from now because it's like you know all this hype was behind him, and now yeah, I was getting hyped by listening to people yeah. talk about him. I was like, man, this dude's a real deal. And I was like, there. going, by he's out here stuff. dating porn stars. He's saying he's better than Tom Brady. Twenty points. He clearly fucks if he's dating porn stars. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you think when when, when Marquise Goodwin comes back. Uh, Goodwin, Goodwin will help. It's the offensive line is is struggling a little bit too. They're trying to trying to build some cohesion and learn how to learn how to pass block. Um, but he'll be fine. I mean, he'll have some good days and he'll have some bad. They're a they're an eight to nine win team. I think next year next year is when you should be drafting Jimmy G. Yeah. So when when is Fitzpatrick gonna have a bad day? It's definitely going to happen. I mean, that's just something he does. This fits magic. And I mean, and I knew, I knew like coming in this year, I, you know, we talked about on the quarterback episode, um, you know, and, and don't, don't get this twisted. We're not talking, saying he sucks at all right now. We're, we're taking a pause on the fuck sucks, but we do got to talk about Fitzy. So, yeah, like, we talked about it, basically, like, how he was, you know, going to come in. I said, don't sleep on him. You know, he may – he may. Oh, it's week – never mind. It's week four. It's week four. It's never week mind. Four. Yeah, he's going to do good this week. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna yeah, die in week four. week four. He's going to play in week four. That's his six-interception Jay Cutler game right there. <laughs> if he comes out there in week four and does not get back by Chicago – they got. We have to give him a fucking. We got to buy him his own chain or yeah. something. Like for sure. He's, his own chain. He can't he's steal definitely. He's definitely on the uh, like. You know, he's on the up and up right now. He's looking good. I mean, he's still on the waiver wire in a lot of leagues that I'm seeing because people just aren't really buying it. But I mean, it's two weeks of really good points. If you got him in DFS, you've been rocking. He's so, got four guys that he can throw to. Man, I mean, well, he's making DJX come alive. D-Jax is alive and well and not throwing gang signs up after he scores touchdowns. <laughs> O.J. O- o- Howard's out there making plays. And, of course, yeah. I mean, you know, Mike Evans, he, he doesn't need to be mentioned because he's a friggin' stud. Right. I mean, it's going to happen. And they play the Steelers on Monday night. I mean, that's a – Yeah, the Steelers, guys, I'm saying, the Steelers is going to be a good game. I think it's going to be worth playing him. Starting but you got to give the guy credit, man. I mean, he did just like completely like beat the Super Bowl champions of last year. Like, just and took that defense and just, just badly went to town. beat them badly too. Yeah, I mean, I that's mean, that, a top. That's a top three defense coming into the coming into the season. He's beat two, two top five yeah. defenses in two weeks. So, we you know, granted it was pretty in the year. Beat um, the Saints. Their their defense was five, probably in the top three. Their power ranking was what three? I believe so. Somewhere up there, somewhere five or six, maybe. And then they turn around in Philadelphia, and now it's on to Pittsburgh, and it's like somebody's got to stop them. And it might be. So Chicago. can we all agree that we will make our final assessments after Week Four on Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yes. 
Okay. It's very all. possible that he goes for 400 and four more touchdowns on Monday. It's it definitely is after watching what Patty Mahomes, but I mean it, we'll we'll see what happens. Pat, but chilling with Mahomes, it's magic. anybody that has oh, he went to Harvard too. I don't know if you guys knew that, but he went. To he Harvard. did go to Harvard. Yeah, <laughs> he, went to Harvard. he has. Did you remember the video I sent you last night? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think we're supposed to mention that when when you talk about Fitzpatrick. Oh Fitz man, Harvard guy. Magic. Fitz magic. I, lo- Fitz I, do, magic. I do love it, man. I do love it for him. But all right, so who sucked for you this week, Star? David fucking Johnson. This has been long-awaited talk that we have to have now, and I love it. Just I want you to just tell me how much you hate him because I I, I love saying I told you so. I do. I, I'm bad I about love, that. I love <laughs> David Johnson. I love David Johnson. David Johnson is not the problem. Their offensive coordinator is the problem. McCoy is garbage. Sam Bradford is garbage. He threw for 90 yards. Granted, he played the Rams. Tough team. But you were also losing 19 nothing at halftime. How do you only throw for 90 yards? And, and within those 90 yards, your second-best receiver, who's a running back, David Johnson, had two targets, one catch for three yards. Why he sucks for me? He's my keeper, man. I drafted that dude as a rookie, and he played very well for me. So I kept him the next year, knowing that he was going to be a monster. And in 2016, you talk about who fucked. David Johnson fucked in 2016. So oh, I yeah. kept him, and I won the championship because of him. So I kept him again, and he got hurt last year. It happens. He fucked me last year. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's my keeper. And he's not doing much of anything. And it's a little bit disheartening to, to watch it. I mean, because you know he's better than that. I mean, the talent, it's, it's, it's not a question of whether or not the dude's talented. But you got to wonder why they're not trying to get their best player involved. I mean, it's unacceptable to me that he's only touching the ball 14 times in a game. When he's, you know, he's not averse to game script. Right, you got to build your team around him. Yeah, he's he's the one that you want to have the ball. Even week one against Washington, he only had nine carries. You know, he got one in the end zone to salvage his day. But, you know, Steve Wilkes and Mike McCoy are a tandem of dog shit. And that's why I had so much concern. I, I got into a big discrepancy. Like I said, I still got my uh, my Westworld uh, shot glasses on the line from Sleeper Wire Podcast. Hope oh, you're nice. listening. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a forty dollars set, man, and I'm. Uh, it's looking like I'm going to win it. I said Alvin Kamara was going to finish over David Johnson this year, and everybody thought I was smoking fucking uh, Mad Spoons, and uh, I was not heating up Mad Spoons, by the way. So uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I'm liking this trend, but no, and, and it even goes back. I mean, me and Jordan have been talking about this for weeks. Like we were talking about in the running back episode, like we're just not high on him. And like, I mean, we, we had this eye on it. We look at the team. The team's just, it's not the same team. Bruce Arians is gone. You have uh, a, a fucking co- a coach that got fired last year from the Chargers. And you got Steve Wilkes in here, the, the they are who we thought they were guy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 
Is that him? So I mean, it's just like it's just a, there's that no real Dennis identity. Green. There. That's Dennis Green was who okay. they are who we thought he, he looked like him. He looked like him, kind of. So you know, David Johnson's not the dude that you want to pound and ground and pound, grind the ball through the tackles, and now you want to look, throw that ball to him. If you look at the, his running plays from yesterday, not one play was outside. Every play was in. It was a high school level running scheme that they threw out there for David Johnson against one of the top three defenses in the NFL. And next week you get it comes to a point where that's when you're why you're losing football games and you gotta change something. So I hope to see David Johnson's used to get changed. I in the think future. we're gonna see him get more touches but I don't think it's gonna be this week because they play the Bears. And you know what sucks about that? You can't start Josh Rosen this week, even if you want to. We might actually see a coach quit and retire at halftime this yeah. week. <laughs> Sam Bradford might quit during the national anthem. Yeah, holy shit. Just look across the field and see Khalil Mack's eyes and just run. Like, he's just going to trip and fall and hit his head on the bench so he doesn't have to play. <laughs> oh, Rosen, your turn. Yeah. Oh, in that man's whole career. <laughs> but if, if Sam Bradford does make it through this game, I, I fully expect, uh, barring a miracle upset victory, that Josh Rosen will be starting week four at home against Seattle. It needs to happen. I watched that kid play in preseason. I went to a Saints preseason game. Kid's got an arm, man. He can kid sling. has an arm. UCLA, he carried a terrible team. I mean, he was the only player they had that was really worth anything. Maybe one or two other guys that were decent. But without him, UCLA might win one or two games. And he's just, he's just out there slinging. Um yeah, so I think week four we see him, and I think that's when uh, David Johnson's luck is gonna is gonna turn. I actually contemplated trading him this week. I was offered. What about benching him? Uh, I, I I can't bench him, man. Can you? Can you it, do it? I mean, should you? I mean, I probably should. I would. I would be benching this week, honestly. If I had him, I would have no choice but to put somebody in that else. League in. that I have him, I have him and Jordan Howard and. Uh, Kenyon Drake are my top three backs, so I pro- I could bench him and comfortably bench him. But if he blows up, I'm yeah, yeah no. I'm you know I'm gonna hate myself, and I don't like hating myself. I don't like it either, <laughs> not at all. So yeah. I, I started Gronk, and I mean Gronk is my suck for this week. Three fucking points. I don't know fuck is going on but you know they didn't seem to throw the ball a whole lot they the james white got the fucking ball too damn much in my opinion you didn't have Ramsey on gronk the whole time every now and then Ramsey would be on gronk so i feel like new england just didn't use their fucking weapon man that's that's our main weapon right now what's going on no it's it, it goes back to it's just the ins and outs and i mean now you got josh gordon coming to the patriots um <laughs> It's uh, it, it's just about to. It, you're about to see kind of a pendulum swing. This reminds me of when like Randy Moss came there, and I and I think they're still going to use Gronk. But I mean, Gronk's just up and down, and that's why I've kind of just kind of stayed away from him. Like I feel like he has those. I don't think comparing Josh Gordon to Randy Moss. It's is the it, same it's not the same, but it's it's it, it reminds me of that. 
Yeah, he brings just, the same impact to the team. He stretches the defense and opens up the middle. That's really what's going to happen. Right. But the th- I don't know if he's gonna play. They said he no, might he, get some Yeah, he might get to play against week. Detroit yeah. this week. If he, if he pisses dirty, he ain't playing. I mean, there's ways around that. Yeah. So, so I heard. <laughs> We've never done. We we don't condone that kind of thing. I've been I've been I've been hyping up James, I've been hyping up James White for months though. I knew that that dude was he's the one constant in New England's backfield the last 4 or 5 years. Yeah, I mean he Tom Brady's comfortable with him. They know what they have with him, so you know he's getting play and Burkhead and Sony have both been hurt. He is who we thought he was. He's exactly who we thought he was. <laughs> so, yeah, I think this Josh Gordon thing is there's no in-between. It's going to work out extremely well, or it's going to be the fucking Hindenburg. Yeah, and I mean, if he gets on the field, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, but it I, does. I, I mean, hold on now. And I, we did not see the right out of the one we thought we were going to see with Brandon Cooks and Tom Brady last year yeah, either. But you see, you, I mean, he could just be on a fucking um, – a decoy every fucking for play sure. too for fantasy value, and you know, so that that's scary. I look at too. what Cooks has been doing the last couple of games. I mean, he had seven for I think close to a buck sixty this week. I mean, him and him and Jared Goff seem to be connecting together pretty well. Yeah, Jared, he 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 will throw the ball deep. You know, I, that uh, that Robert Woods connection he had last year, he will throw it sure. deep. But Tom Brady. He does. He seems like he doesn't throw it deep unless he has to. He's a conservative. I want to win the football game, not throw it away with a with a bad. For sure. Throw. I wonder if the age is catching up to him, man, and he just knows he can't get the ball out there like he used to. I mean, he's, he's something's happening. His, his sure. And, and I, 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 I to argue. I got to argue what you said about Gronk that you, you're avoiding him. I mean, let's be real. There's literally three tight ends in the NFL that are worth anything right now. I'm not avoiding him. I didn't, I didn't mean to say yeah. I was avoiding him. Or, you know, I, yeah, you got to play him. I mean, if you get a chance. He just sucked. Yeah. Playing. I just, he just sucked. Me off. He sucked this week. Yeah. 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 This week. yeah. I'm not definitely not avoiding gotcha. him. I'm starting him. I Dude, mean, you've drafted yeah. Gronk for years now. Gronk's going to eat. Yeah. I'm clever for a long time. I'm always <laughs> yeah, he, just gotta, he just has to stay on the field, man. If he stays on the field, he's going to produce. I haven't seen him down this year yet. So. No, and I mean, yeah, it's, it's, be- it's gonna it, he's gonna be fine. Like like Stoner's about to say, like he's he's gonna be okay. And it's just one of those weeks where he went to shit. But um, yeah, I think I think they defensively they scheme for him too because they know New England doesn't have anyone else to fucking throw to. Yeah, and that's what I was worried about is seeing Ramsey up against him every play. And it just was like every time I'd see him line up, you know, Ramsey would be on like maybe fifty, forty to fifty percent of the time he would be on him. You know, so I was like, "All right, you know, Ramsey's not on him. You need get, get him, get him something. Come on, Brady, check something and get him a fucking pass." And I just yeah, I, that's what I thought too. As soon as they got down, I was like, "Oh, this is where he usually locks in and you know throws five balls to Gronk and scores a touchdown." But I mean, it's it's not yeah. just Ramsey though. You know, it's 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 Telvin Smith and Miles Jack and AJ Booyah. Input Booyah should be able to stop. Him. Yeah, the defense is just so good. But you know, Gronk is gonna Gronk's gonna Gronk. He I is. think as he gets, I think he's taking better care of himself physically as he gets older. Yeah, and the Jags are yeah. a tough defense, like you're saying, man. They're a really tough defense. Yeah, they they ball out. So I guess moving David in, Johnson, time for time for you to start fucking, buddy. Yeah. So yeah, fucking. And, and for me, I mean to to wrap, to wrap up the the fuck sucks. 
Uh, Duke Johnson. Talk about another Johnson. Um, total, total bone, like bone me hard this week with three points. What'd you say? We saw yeah, that well, guy. I, uh, I actually, I, I wrote about him saying that I thought he was going to be a hot start because with, with Gordon being out and, uh, you know, and just having them having uh, Landry out there, I thought that we were going to see a lot more targets for Duke this week. And, and I thought that he was, they were going to kind of get that, that, you know, that passing game going with Duke again, coming out of the backfield. I mean, I, I don't wish any bad up, upon New Orleans, but I mean, their defense just looked horrendous last week. And so looking at that standpoint, I'm like, okay, we might see some targets for him. We might see him coming, you know, through that and, and getting those PPR for PPR leagues, like really looking good. But Man, three points is all I got out of him this week, man. You, you sucked it up, and it, 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 figure it fucking out, Todd Haley. Just figure it out. Yeah, I think the uh, the lack of scoring on New England or New Orleans side actually impacted that as well. I mean, I expected the same thing. I but I expected the Saints to get out early, and Cleveland to have to play catch up, right? And Duke Johnson to be a huge part of that catch up, and. It, you know, it, it was not. A, it was not a very interesting game. I, w- I was there. <laughs> not till the end. I mean, yeah, the end was fun. It was great. Wait, wait, wait! Fun. Let's say, uh, very, very funny yeah, to watch. It was a kicker show in the beginning, the first half. That was it. And I was just kind of like, I, okay. I was, I was sure shit laughing. Yeah, I was laughing my ass off when he kept missing those kicks. I ain't gonna lie. But, yeah, it is the Browns at the end of the day. I have to remember that. Uh, I did draft Duke Johnson. Um, if this keeps happening, though, I- I'm going to have to look into somebody else, I guess. But I think I think Hugh came out today and said something about Duke needing to get more touches going forward. Yeah, I did see that, too. You know, they paid him. They just paid him a shit ton of money. Yeah, a lot. Like, you can pay him money and then not use him. He's got, like, 11 touches, I think, in two games. It's just ridiculous. It's time to start seeing the flow. He should be on your yeah. bench, Jason. If you know you need a running back, you know you can make a trade with me. Mm, we'll, we'll have to I talk got, about this off air. We'll, we'll have to get down to business. Backs. Step into my office. Wait, wait, wait! If it doesn't happen on air, it doesn't happen <laughs> at all. Man. <laughs> I don't know. We, we, we can we can talk about it. We'll have to step to the office. I, I gotta go look yeah. at I gotta go look at my roster. I don't have it in front of me right now, so I have to go look. Yeah, I'm not I'm not, si- I'm not sitting in the war room either. So once I get yeah. in the war room, we can make some trades. We'll make it happen. So uh, <laughs> so this week going forward for for all of our listeners out here, let's talk about like a guy that we're looking at to really get up on the waiver wire. Uh, for me, a uh, big guy that I'm looking at this week is uh, Corey Clement. For all of us know, Jay Ajayi's got some back issues going on. He's going to be sitting out this week. He's 22% on in ESPN leagues. Um, you know, he had 30 yards and a touchdown this week. Uh, not not bad. I mean, you know, it, it's going to be between him and Smallwood, and then you also have Sproles. But uh, I think Clement's really going to be that pass-catching guy for them and, and kind of getting out there and getting it done. I think this guy's going to be a great waiver pickup. So if you're struggling with the RB position, like I am a little bit with old, with old Dookie Jay, um, it might be somebody to look at. Unfortunately, he's picked up in our league, but uh, so I can't grab him there. I have to trade for him. I don't really know if I want to do that, but uh, only being 22% on in, in all ESPN leagues. Guys, get out there and uh, scoop this kid up. Go get him, Clement. I got a couple, actually. Who you got? Uh, first, first one I wanted to mention briefly um, was Blake Bortles. Uh-huh. Streamer. I know, I know. That's usually how that's usually how I respond when I say his name. 
He's only owned in like 10% of ESPN leagues, but he just dropped 40 points. He looked good. He looked damn good on Sunday. He did. And I, what I've learned about Blake Bortles is that even when he's bad, he's good. Because when he's bad, the team's losing. He always ends up getting garbage points. And if he's throwing shitty passes, he ends up running the ball into the end zone. He's not a bad fantasy so, quarterback. No. I mean, at this point, and it seems like Keelan Cole's coming around and Westbrook and ASJ's got some people to play with. Don't man. sleep on the crease. Yeah, you know, I know you love the crease. <laughs> I didn't mention him. My <laughs> real, fuck. Yeah, my real, uh, my real mention for this week is someone who's going to help down the road. Um, I'm going to bring up Ronald Jones, the second. Rojo? The rookie? Yeah, Ro- Rojo, the rookie. He still exists? Tampa Bay, man. He's, st- <laughs> he's still alive. Um, he's, I believe he's been inactive the last couple days or the last couple games. Uh, so that's not, a, that's not a good way to start your professional career. Not at all. Um, but Peyton Barber, who's supposed to be the man to take over the backfield, he's averaging 2.6 yards a carry. Now, now granted – you know, the offense has been revolved around the pass, but, you know, with with Ryan Fitzpatrick doing what he's been doing and then putting up those points, you would think that Peyton Barber would be a little more useful. But 35 carries, 91 yards, 2.6 yards a carry, one catch for seven yards. And, you know, let me talk a little bit about Rojo being from my alma mater, USC. Fight on, brother. Uh-oh. Um, in college, three years in college, he was, had over 3,900 yards from scrimmage and 42 total touchdowns. I mean, the kid's, a, the kid's a playmaker when he has the ball in his hands. And, you know, I'm not sure if it's the offensive line that we need to be worrying about or, you know, if he just needs to go to a sports shrink to get his head <laughs> straightened out. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I think Rojo is going to be – the running back to own of the future. In the Tampa Bay in the Tampa Bay backfield. He just needs to get a chance because Peyton Barber, you're just not fucking dude. You're not cutting it. Mm-mm. I mean, two point two point six a carry is is not going to keep you. It just doesn't even sound. It doesn't even sound like a relevant name. Like like Rojo. Rojo I mean, the kids already got flashed to the nickname. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. I remember watching him, like, we were mocking. I mean, people were taking him, like, around, like, the fifth, or the fourth and the fifth, dude. Like, and then yeah. he just fell off all of a sudden. I guess they watched him in pre He didn't have a great preseason. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, you know what? You, you, you just drafted this kid. You're wanting the future. You're wanting some change. There's a lot of, there's a lot of magic in the air in Tampa Bay right now. Yeah. For sure. A lot of fits magic. <laughs> yeah. A lot of fits magic. I mean, th- throw the kid in there and see what happens. If, if worse comes to worse, he's just going to throw the ball downfield to DJX and get a touchdown. Yeah. Or James Winston comes back and all they have is the they, run. They're not even letting him text the receivers. Get out of here. He can't even text the wide receivers. <laughs> he can't He can't even de- He can't even have an Uber app anymore. Uh-uh. It's over. You can't punch people. <laughs> <laughs> Famous Jameis. Did you hear, speaking of fits magic, did you hear what Minka did? Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick. He no. put a patent. He put a patent on. Yeah. He patented the term Fitzmagic. What an ass! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. perfect, man. That's money, dude. I guess That's money. Yeah, get your money. That's why we think of it to first. The Cardi B money moves out there, Minka. Good for you. Yeah, so <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, and everybody knows he's not Fitzmagic. No, there's only one, and he has a beard. And he's awesome. And he went to Harvard. 
He went to Harvard. The, the Harvard Law. <laughs> law man. He's going to come yeah, out. I think at the, at the end of the day with Rojo, he's not going to be a pass catcher. He caught like 14 balls at USC his senior year. Like he's not a pass catcher. But he is a playmaker for sure. And I think over time he's going to be the one that, that runs that backfield. Also, another Jones brother, don't sleep on Aaron. He's owned in less than 50% of the leagues, and his suspension's over. What? What? That's my dude. I'm debating on whether or not to start him uh, this week. I've got fucking Jordan fucking Howard that doesn't seem to get the ball enough. Nate. And I was debating on whether I was going to start him. Nate did come out today and say that Jordan Howard needs the ball more. Oh, for sure. So. and we'll see if that happens, but I don't know about this week. I mean, Aaron Jones. He's in the nine points. Was not, was not a whole I don't know over. that I'd start him this week, but I think he plays Buffalo in week four. So that's a fucking, that's a definite. That's a start start yeah. all your Packers week four, but we'll talk about that next week. So, uh, so my pickup this week is from an elite quarterback. Oh. You, know, you know who's the elite uh, quarterback? Uh, um, I, I know a couple of elite ones. Who's that? Who's our, our elite quarterback on this oh, podcast? Oh, are you, are you talking about Mr. Uh, Mr. Flac- Flacoli? Joe Flacoli? Yeah, yeah, Flacoli. yeah, that guy. Purple guy. John Brown. Je- Ten targets, four receptions, 92 yards, and a touchdown last week. Week before that, he had uh, four targets, three receptions, 44 yards, and a touchdown. That's two touchdowns. A touchdown in, in two weeks in a row. New system, new John. He's a... Uh, I love... The targets, the 10 targets was the best part about for me. If you're getting that many targets as a wide receiver and not many other places for the ball to go around you, he's going to produce end zone looks too. I mean, you're getting end yeah. zone looks. And, I mean, do you think he's overtaking Crabtree as the number one guy? I mean. He's getting close to it. Flacco likes him for some reason. It is very true. It's, it's not going to be long before we see Jameis, uh, not Jameis Winston, Shit, Lamar Jackson's going to be out there catching passes, probably. Who knows what kind of trickery they're going to do? Oh, no, I hope he's I know, but he needs to get that. He needs to get out of there. Tell Lindsay really that. Tell Lindsay, okay, that. <laughs> Lindsay, she's my favorite. <laughs> she she loves her some Joe, man. I thought that was her. I thought that was Joe Flacco's wife. First time I ever saw her. Dude, Twitter. <laughs> she is a she is a Flacco believer. I felt, bad Super Bowl. Be- I felt bad beating the hell out of her week one in our league. And she's because got Justin I, Tucker as a kicker, too. She, she's a Ravens, she's I, Ravens all the way. Because I love her so much. <laughs> but John Brown's, I mean, he's he's produced when he's played. His illness has taken him out of a lot of games. but And I don't know that I want to start him this week against Denver. But he's got Pittsburgh coming up. Look at, look at yeah. yeah. Tennessee. Carolina, Pittsburgh again. Yeah, he's got New Orleans in there. You know their defense ain't no good. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we're going we're reg- to regain strength. The strength is coming. We're, we're going yeah. to have to harness the Hurricane Katrina aftermath powers from 06 and get back out yeah. there. Too, mu- too much talent. Too much something. talent on that defense. Way too much. Something's got to give. Well, uh, guys, it's been fucking dope. I've had a great night on this podcast. Hope everybody listening is taking something away from this. Um, Sonny, we're going to be having you back a lot more, man. You already know. I mean, you... I hope so. I, I kind of made it known that I'd like to do this again next week. So I, I invited myself back to your podcast. <laughs> you, you, you have been invited back. And yes, yes. 
they think good, good things are coming, man. Good things are coming. Uh, to all the Garage fam out there, we, we love you guys. Thanks for supporting us. You know you can hit us up at garageguysfantasysports.com. Hit us up on Twitter at garageguysfs. Stoner, where can they follow you, man? Uh, at fantasyfbstoner. Um, yeah, hit me up, man. Send me messages, you know, tag me in your little polls. Sometimes they get a little crazy, but I do enjoy scrolling back and, you know, reading everything. Um, yeah, fantasy FB stoner on Twitter, man, hit me up. I'll talk to anybody about anything. So Jordan, where can they follow you this week? In between the field goal posts. So you can follow Jordan in between the field goal posts on Twitter if you can find him, if you need any help, just hit us up and we'll let you know uh, how, to, how to figure that out. So, uh, guys, it's been real. We're going to close out tonight. Uh, we haven't had a garage jam in a couple of nights. So, uh, Jordan brought this song the other night to me uh, to, by an artist named Grandson. I think he just performed on, what, The Late Show recently? I don't know if that was recent or not. It looked kind of old, uh, but I, I, didn't, I don't remember the date on it. Uh, they actually are on tour now. And this song has actually made it to the radio. And which it's, I uh, it's cool. Blood and Waters, the name of the song. Stoner, have you heard of Grandson? I have not. Okay, so you definitely, you're, you're going to get to jam this out, man. You're going to jam it out. So this is Blood and Water by Grandson. Guys, it was fucking spectacular. We'll see you back for next week to recap week number three. Get ready for week four. Sports party repeat. Let's go. Th- thanks for having me, guys. Woo! Never get free, man, to the slaughter. What you gon' do when there's blood in the water? The price of your greed is your son and your daughter. What you gon' do when there's blood in the water? Look me in my eyes, tell me everything's not fine. All the people ain't happy, and the river has run dry. You thought you could go free, but the system is done.